At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play welcome back it's Vison's bet center i'm jeff Parles, greg peterson josh towers along for the ride i bet the sun's again at minus three so there you go we just see we just we just got it there. That's it. Right. You find something you like, you got to jump. Proof for Greg Peterson, uh, Josh. Everyone was waiting the three and a half minutes with bated breath. Since Greg right. Peterson's on the Nuggets, mm-hmm. I'm on the Suns. You're breaking the tie at you the want desk. You the And I have a feeling you're going to go with neither of those and throw something <laughs> else at us. I, I really have been on the fence. I mean, <laughs> come on, Denver. You're really going to lose at home and get swept for nothing, and then Phoenix they're riding the highs and playing well and. Uh, you have what it takes. To, I mean, you, you do want to close this out. Uh, yeah, I'll take first half over. Okay, there we go. So he, he, <laughs> there we Josh go. Towers did nothing of, of, of what we asked him for. Uh, 109 and a half is actually the high end. You can get 108 and a half, 108 in yeah, some spots now. Yeah, I saw 108 now. earlier when yeah, we came so, in. Yeah, so uh, 108 and a half was the predominant number I saw behind, uh, behind us other books in town. So, uh, again, as always, what do we say, Greg Peterson? Shop around. Yes, Make sure sir. you get the best number uh, for sure. What's the date today? Six thirty. Today is the thirteenth. This kid cops is in his seventh inning right now. Ninety pitches, still going. Two one NC State. By the way, in that game that Josh uh, has been re- referencing multiple times. And Josh, isn't this a real concern that they often have with foreign pitchers too? Because sometimes when they wind up getting into those like championship games, they'll just trot out there well, the same there were, arm time and there, time there again. Was, wasn't there the the story with with you Darvish? 
Or is that Dice? It, was Dice it, was, it wasn't. You, it was. It was Dice K. Where he legitimately threw 13 innings. Yeah. In one leg at a doubleheader and came back and threw a complete game in the second well, leg. I don't know how long ago it was, but draft wise, there was a kid in high school who uh, he was. He, he, he threw back-to-back games of a doubleheader, well over 200 oh. pitches. Uh, he ended up getting hurt, and then it was going to be a high-round draft pick, and that was the end of his career. <sighs> be- right before the draft. Yeah, it's just horrible. A high school. In every way, yeah. Horrible. I mean, I, listen, I understand the emphasis on winning, but if I can't win with my entire team, then it's not like – I can't sell my soul for, for one kid, and, and we're talking about, like, their future, their dreams, and I don't know, man, it's tough. Obviously, this dude's a beast. Um it's still hard for me to watch, but he's pitching well right now. He's down two to one, but he's still doing well in the seventh. Strikeout on his ninety-fourth pitch. Good for him. Also, they're actually going to start the game on time in Denver. Look at that! Ooh. Starting it actually when you say you're going to start it. Way to go! That was like, like a plus three fifty underdog. Not, not more than that. Come on. <laughs> uh, Phoenix closing three behind us here at circa two twenty-three and two twenty-two and a half. The predominant totals. The close for Denver and Phoenix. Uh, Josh, you said it before on the air. That as soon as the error was made, things were going to go poorly. Oh, yeah. Another run scores for Chicago. Rizzo drives in a run. 2 nothing Cubs through three at Wrigley. I was trying to, uh, commercial break, explain to Hoops over here what, what I saw, too. So, again, it, he, he hasn't been pitching well, Martinez, for the Cardinals. Cardinals have been playing well. They, they're, they're both starting and doing good today. You get two outs, you get a run on first base. Uh, sorry, run on a third with two outs. And you get a routine ground ball, you're out of the inning, and we boot it because of the shift. And it's it's one of those oh, you got to be kidding me here we go moments not only for Martinez who's been struggling but for the Cardinals who've been struggling as well and then Bryant comes up and gets a a candy fastball and and, and hits it so we got first and third and then Rizzo comes up and that ball out I think the no. wind so the oh, wind's wind blowing in five down, or six from down, right yeah. yeah we almost had a home run to right in this game so it's still one nothing as one nothing where am I at? two, two nothing two, two nothing yep. so anyways Rizzo comes up uh, Martinez goes. The pitch was called in, right? But it's, it's a sinker, which is bringing it back to the barrel, which I'm not a big fan of. And it goes away. So first pitch is technically away. So he calls fastball in again. Same thing, sinker. It actually misses away. So it's, uh, it's away. It's not in. Even though I called in, it's away. So it goes two pitches away to him. And then as I brought him out there, he throws a slider back door, which comes back to the plate. But I put Rizzo out there, so now the slider's right on his barrel. Rizzo smokes it for a base hit. They score a second run. So you hear me talk about this a lot whether hitters earned it or a pitcher put him on it. And just by bad pitch selection and not understanding called versus reality, Martinez put Rizzo right on that pitch, and there was only so much Rizzo couldn't do to get a hit at that point. Yeah, Greg, 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 we should have listened to you. We should start listening to you more often, right? Isn't that the strategy we're learning today? Doesn't that sound sometimes, good? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes you're best when you don't. <laughs> by the way, 2 nothing, two nothing Cubs. That live total has adjusted. No shock there because uh, it was seven after Davies yeah. got out of the t- top half of the third. And naturally, uh, it's not updating for me. So we're going to have to wait a few minutes before we get that line for you. You're listening to Beeson's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Barros, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. Uh, happy to be with you. It is a Sunday. Yes. It's the final hour to program. Denver scores first, 2 nothing Nuggets against the Phoenix Suns tonight as they play uh, at the Mile High City. By the way, Greg, we finally have the number on the Cubs-Cardinals game. It is seven still at minus 130, though, on set over. Yeah, I would be still taking a look at the over. You want to be trying to reduce the juice if at all possible. I'd be taking a look. Try to see if I could get a seven and a half at plus money because what I noticed with so many of these baseball games and 
there's always that one or two situations in which you wind up taking like a seven and a half for instance at like a plus price instead of taking a seven and it lands on seven but not too many games wind up falling on the total it either goes way over or way under not a lot of in between i'm always a fan of being able to reduce the juice on baseball totals who's the starting rotation for the cubs we got kyle davies we got hendricks we got alizé is arietta Arietta's still going somehow yep. escaping start by start I'm blanking on the fifth do you guys, in the top of your head? Uh, I was just thinking because I'm watching Davies. Not Alec, Alec Mills is out of the rotation he, now. Yeah, Mills yeah. Is out Davies now. is throwing just like Kyle Hendricks. So you can tell that there's a lot of conversations between these dudes. They may even be throwing partners. I'm not sure. But the style in which he's pitching is very similar to Kyle Hendricks. Now, listen, there could be worse people to pat yourself off of. That dude's a stud. Um, but now that I think about it, we got Davies, we got Kyle, uh, Alizé, Arietta. It was great. Trevor Can- Williams. Now it's Cole Stewart. Okay, Cole Stewart. Oh, that's, well, Cole. Can that rotation carry you through six months into the postseason? Or do they have to make a move? Well, I, again, I'm not a buyer in the Cubs. I'm not either. I'm not a buyer in the Cubs. I'm not a buyer in anyone in that division, truthfully. That's tough. You're right. Uh, just, just Milwaukee's starting pitching is really good. And the one thing Milwaukee does have going for it, even though I don't trust that offense at all, you have two front-line starters who are both High end. Wait, you were counting Peralta? I'm counting Freddie Peralta. He has been amazing. (laughs) But but for the other two, though, we know consistency-wise, and Peralta's been very good this year. Woodruff and Burns, they're going to the All-Star game. Yeah. We know that. Peralta may very well go also. He should. And they also have one thing also. They have an elite closer. Yeah, well, so do the Cubs. Right, Kimbrell as well. But I, I trust Milwaukee more than I trust the Cubs. And the Cardinals, again, who just... I, I had multiple bets on them to win the division yeah. going into the year, and this stretch has just been a disaster for them because the starting pitching that was a little smoke and mirrors early in the year has fallen apart, and their bullpen has gotten taxed quickly, and we have started to see the results of that, Greg. Yeah, we certainly have, and looking at the Brewers as well, you were, who you were mentioning, they have scored at least five runs in eight out of their last ten games. Well, I'm taking full so, advantage of the Pirates, you know that. Yep, you, you certainly are. Yep. And they also play the Arizona Diamondbacks, yep. the Detroit well, Tigers, so no well, doubt. Well, well, look, that, but, but Josh, that's an important thing, though. When you're a playoff caliber team, you have to beat the snot out of the bad teams. And Milwaukee, yeah, to their to. credit, has done it. Yeah. You have to win those series. And that's my point. Like, So Milwaukee playing well, they're doing it off of more than just this. But their starting pitching is really good. And then the bullpen's pretty good as well. The Cubs... Starting pitching is suspect. The bullpen's been fantastic. So then what other areas are the Cubs doing? Because they're winning baseball games as well. Like You see so many teams, if we go throughout baseball, doing it differently. Tampa Bay does it off of timely hitting and great pitching. Boston's doing it off of... I don't even know what. Is it offense? Like, they're doing that. I mean, offense. there's a couple things that are factoring in. And, and so the White Sox do it off of a little bit of everything. Cleveland clearly does it off of pitching. Like, it's... It's 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 there's there's more than one way that each team is finding a way to win and that's why we start to look at who is doing things defensively offensively defensively by the way gets the the least amount of credit which is very very important um out of the, the, the four or five different areas, who's who's touching enough of them consistently in a positive way that we see sustaining it for six months? And that's my point. The Cubs starting pitching, is it sustainable for six months? I agree with you. And 
Again, that division, again, I don't trust anyone in it. The Reds are technically alive still. How they have they, they, they have all sorts of pitching problems, uh, especially with Luis Castillo. Tony Santian wound up getting his start today. You just you just did an MLB the show player generated guy. He just made you just made up a guy. Just made a guy. You just made a guy up. But but again, as long as Luis Castillo continues to struggle for Cincinnati, that's going to be an issue with their rotation. Yeah. Uh, Master the obvious there. When your ace is not good, that's a problem. How about this, real quick? Go ahead. Two fifty. 344, 361, and then 262, 228, 171, 167, and 257. Are you reading off batting averages or on For base percentages? For the Cincinnati Reds batting average. They have two dudes in Winkler and Cassiano who you cannot get out, and then the rest of the team is scuffling. And they're they're right in the mix a little bit. I mean, in that division kind of. Where are we at with them? They're, they're five out or four and a half out. They're, they're, yeah, they're one game above 500, five out. The offense is based around two dudes and just get on base and I'll drive you in. And then the pitching, the bullpen has not been any good for them, but they're right in it as well, a piece or two away. What I think is big for the Reds is that they hit so well at home, oh my God, but they on the road, they average like two runs fewer than they well, do at home. Well, the only other thing with that, though, hoops you Great can American throw in ballpark. there, Great American Ballpark is a launching pad. So then that yeah. goes back to the pitching because they're 16 and 16 at home and 16 and 15 on the road. Yeah. The, uh, to the NBA real quick, guys. Uh, early start in Denver. Can they score some points? 11-6, five minutes in. Phoenix in front of the Denver Nuggets. Again, Phoenix looking to sweep the series and move on to the Western Conference Finals. It's uh, Greg, it's been a while since Phoenix has been in the Western Conference Finals. I don't even think the eight seconds or less. No, they made, it, they, they, made it, they made it once, 2007. Um I have to double-check that year, but they made it once with Nash and, and, and company to the West Final and uh, did not uh, advance further uh, for that one. But uh, look, uh, the uh, the other game today, which we mentioned earlier, let's circle back there because the, new, the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks are now tied at two games apiece in their Eastern Conference semifinal, Greg. Uh, Bucks get it done today in what was the fourth consecutive under for the total, and all these games have gone way under their totals. 107-96, the final today. The big news, though, Kyrie Irving left with, an, with a twisted ankle in the second quarter, did not return. X-rays negative, according to multiple reports. Uh, Woj, uh, Rachel Nichols, uh, he left with crutches. More tests coming likely tomorrow in Brooklyn on on that uh, on that right ankle, Greg Peterson. And look, right now I've only seen one book have series odds, and it was Brooklyn minus one eighteen, Bucks even money. No one else has put up numbers, and I would anticipate that we won't see numbers until we know what the status of Kyrie Irving is, because if Kyrie Irving is out and it's just KD, I'm not so sure, certain that Milwaukee shouldn't be favored at this rate. I agree with you because even though the Bucks were a two-man band in Game 3 with Chris Middleton and Giannis doing everything for them, they still have a couple guys that are able to come in off the bench. Not having Dante DiVincenzo, no question, has hurt this team a little bit, but you're able to get a little bit of something out of Bobby Portis. Pat Connaughton had his moments today. He was able to put up 10 points, so that's a little bit helpful. And if you wind up having Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant alone, who do you wind up looking to? Someone like a Bruce Brown to be able to give you some minutes? Now, no question, you've got a couple specialists for this team that are able to do a solid job of being able to knock down some threes, things like this, but you really just 
have Kevin Durant and you've got Kevin Durant alone. And I know that you referenced this a little bit earlier in the show. It felt like Kevin Durant, when he was all alone, was forcing shots. And that's something that you didn't notice when, at minimum, one of the other big three was out there on the floor. And look, this changes everything. All the futures odds are gone, which we knew going into the day once that first game starts. Usually they disappear Yep. Uh, for at least the title odds. The Western Conference odds are up until the Phoenix game tipped a few moments ago. But... If Phil, to me, if Philadelphia doesn't get too short here, I may be looking at betting Philly to win the East and win the title at this point, Greg. I don't I, that, blame you. That might be the angle I go with. If the Kyrie Irving news is, is is that, hey, he might be available in the next round, but he's not available the rest of this round. And would we put it past Kevin Durant to solely carry the Nets to winning two out of the next three against Milwaukee? 100% could happen. We oh, absolutely. That. But it just... That's just a lot to ask, especially against a team. This is a different quality team than, 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 uh, than the Nets obviously saw in the rest, last round with Boston and, and, and what Durant has fa- faced in his career. Uh, obviously, Westbrook in, in Oklahoma City had the, the star-studded team in Golden State alongside him. So the different, different challenge for KD if, if Irving, and assuming James Harden, doesn't come back this series. And the guy that they were really looking to after you wound up having Kyrie Irving. Mike James, first year, 30-year-old player from East Arizona Community or Juco College. So it's one of these things in which it's like, gosh, that's not necessarily what you want. Jeff Green is a veteran, been there, done that. He's going to be able to give this team a little bit of a spark. And you've got one of the better three-point shooters out there in basketball, and Joe Harris. But what else can Joe Harris do other than shoot threes? He really can't create his own shot. That's the issue that the Nets have because now they've got some specialists. But other than Kevin Durant, you really don't have too many guys that they're able to do a wide variety of things. Blake Griffin doing a nice job for the scene, but once again, not necessarily a multi-dimensional player, in my opinion, at this point in his career. Two games apiece. Game two, or excuse me, game five on Tuesday night in Brooklyn. We have no line on that game. Only one book has a series price. And I have a feeling that's going to be the case at least till the morning on the East Coast. And even if Kyrie does play, the big question becomes how close 100% is he as well? How much are we going to lower that total? Well, well, look, that total already, we discussed it earlier. Game one was 239.5. Today was 228.5. Everything has gone way the heck under. Even today was way under the 228.5. I don't know. Look, at some point, and I, I brought this up with Tim Murray on the nightcap the other night, at some point, we're going to get an over, I would assume. But at this rate, I mean, if Kyrie's out, that's probably another four points off the total, 224 yeah. and a half, I bet, Greg. You've had one team break 115 points in any game in this series so far. That's when the Nets wound up dropping 125 in game two. So it's a situation in which are we going to see a drop in the total? Absolutely, especially if Kyrie Irving is out. But I don't know if the bookmakers are able to catch up enough with how off these numbers have been. Again, the, the only other thing, though, I will say, is you can't over-adjust off a four-game sample size. That's true. But we're, it wouldn't shock me if it's a 15-point difference from game one to game five on that total for game number five for Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Game five on uh, Tuesday night at Barclays Center. No time yet. For that start time, because they're awaiting the result of Denver. If Phoenix wins, I would imagine that would be about an 8.30 Eastern time tip-off in Brooklyn. If Phoenix loses and Denver forces a game five, I would imagine it will be an 8 o'clock tip 
in Brooklyn for that one on June the 15th, Tuesday night this week. So there you go. Greg, uh, we'll keep it in the NBA here. Two game fours tomorrow. The Sixers the Sixers put their foot down yesterday. Yes, they, they put their did. foot down. We're still number one seed. We don't care that Atlanta only won one, only lost one since the All-Star break at home. We're the better team. And in this one, we saw one and a half one in game three. It's now three. Philadelphia Lane, 225 and a half the consensus total. Uh, either of you, well, any thoughts here? Game two, 127-111, way over. Easy cover for Philly. I think that Philly should be able to just continue to dominate this series because the one game that the Hawks were able to win, the 76ers, it felt like we're having the no good, really bad, terrible day, and they were still able to make a run towards the end of the game, and we almost saw an epic collapse in that one. Tobias Harris has been able to do a solid job for this team ever since then. He winds up going 10 of 16 yesterday. Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. You've got to be a little bit concerned about the injuries. It seems like he's still fighting it a little bit, but at the same time, you know that the 76ers want to be able to close out this series as quickly as possible because that way he'll get a little bit of extra rest to be able to heal up. And what you love for this 76ers team as well is that it just feels like it's someone new every night that's stepping up. Shake Milton a couple days ago, he wound up having a big game. You wind up having Fukan Korkmaz give you 14 points. That's not necessarily a guy that you expect to be giving you a ton of production off the bench, but he wound up having a very big game yesterday. And I take a look at the 76ers. I think that they should be able to dominate. I feel like they're starting to figure out Trey Young a little bit. They realize that... You're not going to be able to completely shut down Trey Young, but if you're able to contain him, if you're able to take away a lot of the ancillary pieces, this is a very beatable Hawks team, and they're executing that to perfection. Josh, when you're a young team like Atlanta, coming in high off that series win against the Knicks, win game one on the road, been smacked in the mouth two straight games now, just the mental toughness for a team that has never been there. Been in the, the heck... A lot of these guys, it's their first playoff go-around. Period. Trey Young, Bogdanovich, just how do you, as a young team, what do you, what, what's the mindset that you're trying to go in with to try to get off the mat after getting knocked down twice? Well, first off, you're leaning on whatever veteran presence you have, right? The coaching staff included. Hello, Gallinari. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to go down the road of experience, and and again, there's a simple the simplification process of of. Listen, where where are Joe Embiid's failures? What what irritates him? What takes him slightly out of rhythm? And and the same thing with Embiid. And and you just you start to focus on those things. And again, I'm not going to go punch for punch with these guys. Um, I think one thing they need to focus on is is Joel Embiid. You know, it, what do you say? I'm okay. I'm standing up. I'm walking. I finished the game. I'm going to keep getting back up. I'm going to keep fighting. That's been me. All right, I got it. But you know. Clearly, there's some irritation there. So how can I, how can I use that to my advantage, right? There, there's certain things these guys do because if they're just going to play straight up, the 76ers are, have a clear advantage. So I have to find some sort of little, you know, little edge. We'll get dirty a little bit, play physical or something. Game number four tomorrow night, 7:30 Eastern time in Atlanta. When we get back, we're going to look at the Clippers and the Jazz. We'll also update you on Phoenix and Denver. 22-18, three minutes to go. We'll give you a further update as we roll along on VEASAN's Bet Center.
Welcome back. It is VEASAN's Bet Center here on a Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles. Greg Peterson. Josh Towers. Happy to be with you, as always. Uh, updated Wrigley. It's two to nothing. Bottom of the fifth. Cubs leading the Cardinals. Cardinals finally got their first base runner last inning and was promptly erased. Yep, that is. I think that he was trying to stretch out an extra base hit and wound up getting thrown out. Correct. Just, yep. Yeah, Tyler O'Neill. Can't yep. have that happen. Total down to six, Greg. Are we? Are you hopping in? And are you hopping in now? Oh, I still absolutely love the over in this spot. You've got the Cubs with a man on Carlos Martinez. He's been okay so far, but the fielding hasn't necessarily helped him out. I do think that you're going to see Davies wind up giving up a couple runs himself. He hasn't necessarily been himself second and third time through the lineup. And when you take a look at the Cardinals, they wound up getting five outs out of their starter yesterday in John Gant. They had to use up their best reliever in Alex Reyes. That puts a big damper on a bullpen that has not necessarily been so terrific this year. 2 nothing. 74 pitches already for Martinez, so... Maybe another inning, Josh. I would, I would guess one more inning. Yeah, they again, like what what Greg just said, they would like to push him a little bit. Uh, that's going to help right there to get out of the inning. Uh, yeah, the the error cost a few extra pitches that you know, obviously, and, and a couple runs that they weren't too happy about. But all in all, through five, you you have to be. He has to be pleased. The rebound games after the last two disastrous starts and. And again, as a team, this is what's been going on. Uh, uh, one little mistake, and they're down 2 nothing. Um, Davies did have that great start last game against the Padres with a one hit in six innings, but we're going to see the pen because they clearly don't trust him. would be another situation where, if his count's good, I would love to see him go seven. Again, we're talking about, at least I am, how is this team with this starting rotation going to get through six months and be in the postseason? Well, you're not if you don't let guys go past five and six innings. And so if you want to know what you have or what you have to go get, when Davies is rolling like he did last game versus a very good Padres team, um, and now he's parlaying that into Sunday night baseball with the cameras on you and the media attention that you get because he doesn't really get that attention too too much, right? But no. he gets it today. Now you got the Cardinals, who you always have to respect because they're a division rival. They got great uh, players in that lineup. Let them go seven if the count dictates. Let them go eight if the count dictates, right? Because what's that going to do? It's going to make him better longer and help you guys in August and September. 2 nothing Cubs through five. First five under easy cash tonight. Very. Easily in. Four and a half or five. Easy winner if you had that. And now uh, the Cubs right now, uh, minus 670. I don't think you want to lay that, Greg. Just yeah, you yeah, probably don't, want don't to be looking that. at alternate ways if you want yes. to be jumping in on this one. The uh, game in Denver, 28-20. to the Suns lead the Nuggets with 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. My first half. Uh, Not a good start for Josh Towers. Total terrible. over in the first half. Game totals down to 220 and a half right now. Uh, Suns are are seven and a half live. Greg Peterson. So so far in the battle of Parles versus Peterson, Parles in front. Every team makes a run in the NBA. <laughs> Oops, Denver can't score. It's been really bad because you're just taking a look at it. They've had some wide-open looks on a possession like a minute or two ago. It looked like they were going to have a nice alley-oop, and the guy just couldn't get off the shot in general. He was out of position, and they just look sloppy right now in general. Eight for 27, 30%, two of nine from three as well. Jokic has done a solid job. 
Can someone give this guy a little bit of help, please? So far in this one, just looking at, at, at props-wise, Devin Booker off to a good start for his over has Sorry. 10. No one else on Phoenix has more than four. On the Denver side, Jokic has six. Monte Morris has nine. Jokic has six, seven, and three already. Uh, a very good start for my Michael Porter stuff. Yeah, you've nope. got the under oh. on rebounds and the under on points. No, 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 zero, seven minutes, 0 for 5 from the field, no points, no rebounds. That reminds, That's a good start. That reminds me of the old Tony Snell gift that you see. Zero, 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 zero. zero, zero. Porter, minutes. Porter at least has a steal, though, so he's not going to go, uh, go uh, zeros across the board. They're through one in the Mile High City. How was that not a foul? He tripped him. You thought he tripped him? I, I thought, thought it was he was going to. He's going to shoot, and he can't even get the shot off because, I mean, there was definitely contact, right? That's not, I don't know. Anyways. 28-22 uh, through one, uh, Phoenix leading that's the, Denver. That's the problem. And, again, it goes back to that that, that interview where it's like, uh, you know, some, we're going to have to help out Jokic at some point, and no one's doing it. And and then you see that. You're, uh, you're 0 for 5. I mean, you got to man up at some point and do something for your team. 0 for 5 is just not going to get it done. Are they – not quality shots? Or are you just hesitant? You clearly no, no, don't want no, to be no, no, Knowing MPJ, probably two of them are quality shots. Wasn't and the rest he always hurt in college, too? Wow, he played three games. Played three games in Missouri. But let's well, trust them. me, Ben Wilson and I were front let's and center them. for that one in Columbia yeah. for that year. We were, we were still on the Mizzou beat for that. At some point, you are when, who you are. When we get back, uh, get some more baseball takes from Josh Towers on the futures market. That's next here on VEASAN Bet Center. VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds with and what percentage of the bets and money are placed on each side in the game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets ridden and if the matches, the money coming in on those games to help you find the betting edge. And of course, we have all the data, odds, and analysis for every game. Start your sport, your next bet at VEASAN.com. Josh Towers is rooting for points in Denver. Mm-mm. I stopped. You're, why did you stop? Kevin Copps is still in the game in the ninth inning. Not only did they bail him off the hook with a solo homer to tie the game, he's at 116 pitches. He's still in the game in the ninth inning. He threw two innings on 21 pitches yesterday. Yep. Seven innings in relief on the seventh. Four innings in relief on the fifth. Three innings in relief right before that. This is his first start in a while. And 116, and he's still in the game, and guess what? A home run. So there you go. Josh is talking about, by the way, NC State-Arkansas, super regional in the NCAA baseball tournament. Arkansas is the number one overall seed, having their best season in program history. Ever. And NC State, who, by the way, Stanford Steve took a nice little bite of the apple on the futures market for that. 
Uh, NC State just took a lead with a ninth inning home with three to two. Has done everything you can ever ask of a player, and you have a roster full of teams. You're number one for a reason, and now we're going to pull him 118 pitches in. There's not a reason in the world he should have been in the game once they tied it at two to one or two to two. He should have been pulled. They let him pitch the eighth. He does a fantastic job. He punches out a dude to end the eighth inning. Very good job of pitching. He should have never have started this game. Never started this inning on top of everything in the world. You have to rely on your team. And now all the good that this young man has done all year, in essence, goes out the window internally the way he feels because a 118 pitch goes over the fence for a home run in the top of the ninth inning, and he knew it when he threw it, which everybody did. Not a fan reacted, by the way, in the outfields. They must be all Arkansas fans. Um, I, 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 I feel... It's a crazy thing because he has had such a good season. I feel so bad and so sympathetic for this kid right now for what he's given this team and what position he was just put in to lose. And he's not over yet. They still get to hit. But he never should have been in this position. 3-2 NC State pitching change uh, in uh, Bomb Stadium in... And he's a junior, by the way. I said he was a 24, 24-year-old junior, uh, the SEC pitcher of the year. And again, like you said, everything you can ask of a kid. Everything. And everything. more. I just think that we, we you, you, you pushed them too far. Um, I understand what's at stake. The, the season's at stake, and, and he's been your dude. But I, I, I can only get the best out of somebody when I put him in a position to succeed. And, again, uh, dating back 90 pitches in relief, 71, 39, 21. Like, it, it, to go 118 is asking a lot of him. He's also, again, a reliever. Mind you, once I get tired, my stuff's just not as good. Velocity will be there, but the way I pitch the success. So I, I, I put him in a position, innings-wise and pitch count-wise, that he hasn't been in in a while. Uh, a completely unfair. Um, but, again, what a season for this young man. And that's where managing slash coaching yes, should sir. always come into account when it comes to sports in general and also your handicapping because the best coaches – best managers, they know how to get the most out of their players. Mm -hmm. I know that you always complain about guys that wind up throwing like 75, 80 pitches, they get pulled and I agree. And at the same time, you need to protect someone from themselves because every single player, I don't care if you're playing Little League, I don't care if you're playing at the highest level. You always want to give it your all. If you know that the team needs you, you're going to be trotting out there, you're going to be giving it everything you got. You're not pulling yourself from the game. The fact that he is out there at pitch number 118 after he had pitched in relief yesterday, that's just a travesty. Oh, it's so hard to watch, man. Give him a great hug on the bench. He's, uh, you can tell he's probably crying because he hasn't came off on that hug yet uh, for what it means. And, again, what he's done. And they've done, got a guy with a 211 ERA and a 7-1 well, well, record well, well, relieving well, him. Well, the guy who's coming in now, Patrick Whitlander, pitched game one of this Super Regional two days ago. So that's my point, though. So, again, in college baseball, we see it a lot. I see it here in town. We don't want to use everybody. We rely on the one or two or three studs that we have. So I would rather bring in a guy who's a starter who pitched two days ago and think that because of how good he is, he's going to succeed in a role that I have a team full of of relievers who have done this all year that I would probably get a better result from. But we see it in the World Series. We bring starters in, and and then we don't. It's... It's it's a I I understand why managers do it. I'm not a big fan. You got to trust guys that I'm not going to put my left fielder 
at shortstop because he's because he rakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. But again, he's he's going to another guy who maybe if you said it two days ago started, I didn't see what he did. It was the 21 to, to two game. I'm assuming uh, he's probably a little bit sore himself. And you can bet these games, by the way. We oh, yeah, no, it, it, you can, yeah, we you can bet them. Texas and South Florida yes, game, too, yeah. uh, which has not started yet. Uh, the number two overall Longhorns against the Bulls, who were the four seed in the region and somehow came out of Gainesville uh, on top uh, of that region. You'll find that a couple times every year. Hey, look, hey, look, baseball, yeah. look, we've, Fresno State won a national championship as a four seed. Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. that, that it created some, you, Coastal Carolina won a national yes. championship in college baseball. Like, you can get some weird results every once in a while in, in the College World Series for and sure. And again, Arkansas, I don't think they've ever been in that situation. Where, they've never been number one. Right, yeah. So, so in Denver, Josh, where are we at? So you're at 63 total points. All right, let's go. It's 36 to 27. Josh Towers is, what did you end up getting, 109? 108 and a half. You, know, 108, you got a good number then. 108 and a half for Josh. 36-27, Phoenix in front of Denver, 941 to go. I'm going to turn around and just look at the live number, which is 221 and Phoenix minus 7.5, Greg Peterson. This has the feel of a game that's going to go over that live total because when you take a look at what the Nuggets have been able to do, 3 of 10 from 3-point range, 11 of 31 overall from the floor. They've been cold. They have not necessarily been themselves offensively. I've been noticing some sloppy play, a couple alley-oops, a couple plays that should have been finished that have not been. So I'd be taking a look at that over. And what I think is going to be key here for the Nuggets if they're going to want to get back into it, Will Barton currently has zero points. Michael Porter Jr. has two points. These guys need to start heating up. 36-30. Your, your guy Composo with two threes in the last three possessions, Greg Peterson. He heard me. He knew Thanks, that I was dogging Composo. him, and all of a sudden he's like, Peterson I need to going after Composo. That's the main, uh, the main motivator there. Denver trying to get back in this thing. Down six now. Nine minutes to go in the second quarter. 36-30. Phoenix in front of Denver as they play. Well, that do caught an elbow. There's very well. Michael Porter Jr. missed a shot anyway. <laughs> when we get back, uh, we'll look a little bit at tomorrow's card. I know Greg already has his numbers up for tomorrow's MLB card. We'll also see if there's anything in the NBA or NHL card that we like. That's oh, next. There is. Here on VEASAN. For you, they have 135 skills tests that help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit for more. I'm Jeff Parles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers with you today. Quick updates abound before we get some plays for your Monday slate. Phoenix, Denver, the Suns, 39, the Nuggets, 32, seven and a half to play in the second quarter. Cubs, two, Cardinals, nothing. Top seven at Wrigley. Goldschmidt up, though, is the tying run after a leadoff double to begin the seventh for Dylan Carlson. And Zach Davies still in there at 79 pitches to the surprise of all of us on the desk. <laughs> and should be. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Only the if, second hit allowed. If somebody else gets on base, then, you know, maybe I'll consider because you want to win the game as well. Um, but if, you know, get them over, get them in, two outs, I, I'm still comfortable. And maybe I let them go, go out for the eighth. I mean, again, Arietta pitching tomorrow. Against Peterson, who's been struggling been mightily, really bad for the Mets. Not 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 Greg Peterson. Greg Peterson not struggling. Right. right no. Now. So again, if 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 he can pitch out of this, maybe just give up the one. It's two to one. Let him go the eighth. He saves your pen. You got Arietta tomorrow starting uh, a new series. You have all these options to try to win that game as well. That's a great pitch. You get a ground ball to third for an out. He has to stay at second base. Phenomenal job. That's how well he's doing today. He's making those pitches. So, listen, they could be set up nicely for a game tomorrow based on how they allow Davies to go today versus a guy who has struggled something fierce for the Mets. And early, too, by the way. Well, he has had two starts in a row where he's failed to get six outs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the start in Arizona where he was handed a four-run lead, didn't even get out of the first, and then the other night against Baltimore handed a big lead and didn't even get out of the second. I will say in that start against Arizona, he had had his start pushback, I think, five separate times. I mean, that's such a difficult situation for a pitcher yep. because when it's like, oh, you're going to pitch today, oh, you're going to pitch Oops. today, it just goes on and on. Great point. And it goes back to what we're watching in this Arkansas game. Trust your team, right? Now, I know yeah. Jacob DeGrom wants to pitch on rotation as much as possible. Fine. And Taiwan Walker's been great and Stroman. But I can't sacrifice one or two for one or two. Because, all right, is there a guarantee that Jacob or, or Taiwan's going to win? But when you start messing with somebody like Peterson, especially a young dude, then you're putting him in a pretty solid position to lose as well. So um, playing for, what, 500 baseball at best when I start messing? Or I keep everybody on rotation as a team, keep them consistent, and then I have a better opportunity with all five opposed to some five. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, again, we can't sacrifice some for others if I want to. It's 162 games. I need consistency out of everybody. And plus, as a starting pitcher as well, obviously the most important day is when you're the actual pitcher on the mound. But at the same time, the prep work that goes into it, that all gets thrown off when you keep getting your start pushed back and back and back. It really, well, really does. Also, Wrigley Alcantara just robbed Nolan Arenado of what would have been, been an good. RBI single. Uh, great play. Great play up the middle. And uh, the Cardinals uh, try not to waste a man at second and no one out. You but... see all these ground balls. Yeah. That, that's, that's telling you also what kind of stuff he has today, the life that he has, the lateness of it, what it's doing. He's getting positive results, uh, great swings that he wants, the contact that he's inducing. He's, 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 he's locked in today, man. He carried this over from last start. Also, uh, Josh, uh, Arkansas down to their final out. So the number one seed in college baseball uh, looking like they may be heading home. They put cops in a position to lose this game after everything they got them. On top of anything in the world, you put the same kid who gave you everything he had in a position to lose after what he did for you. You cannot do that. Well, that's not going to be an easy play. No, it's not. They got it, though. NC State to the College World Series, the number one seed out. Before even reaching Omaha, I don't. I, Vanderbilt's now going to be a pretty, pretty nice sized favorite to win the College World Series. Jack Leiter and Kumar, Kumar Rocker. Rocker so I never want to be on the bottom of those piles. 
I always avoided that. Why would I want to be on the bottom of that thing right now? Can't breathe. Get off me, please. Uh, great job. Here, listen. NC State, you lost 21 to two in the first game of the series. Number one, Arkansas comes in. You're not ranked on TV. You're 16th overall, and they smack you. And you looked awful. They looked great. You rebounded the very next day and beat this team six to five. Short-term memory. Everybody collectively came together. Fantastic. And then you get the SEC Pitcher of the Year today. He was locked in. You came up to uh, to the game ready to play. Didn't get phased. You were winning 2-1. to one. Gave up a home run late 2-2. Two, two. Stayed in it. Got yourself a homer and beat them. What a series. What a great job by these coaches and these players for NC State to not let a 21-2 thumping rattle them at all. Not Beautiful one bit. series. Not one bit. Davies a strike away from getting out of it in the seventh. We'll update you as we go along. Denver's the closest they've been in a while. It's 43-42, or excuse me, 43-41. The Suns in front of the Nuggets, their ball arena in Denver. But let's get to some plays for tomorrow. I was about to say, a JaVale McGee sighting. Oh, they're really, really yeah. going, going deep on the bench tonight for That's Denver. That's worth a mention right Yeah, there you go. Josh. Say so, what, what for tomorrow's card? We have two NBA games. We have an NHL game. Mm-hmm. I have a nice slate of baseball as well. Anything standing out as of right now? Uh, I favor the the Red Sox a little bit. I'll, I'll, these are all things I'll take a deeper dive in. So uh, just these are like titles we'll go with and the towers right leans for right yeah, now. Yeah, well, listen, folks. I, I like Manoa for the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays offense has been fantastic. It's been hot. Uh, he had that great start, then kind of faded a little bit, so I need to see more out of him. Uh, I would like to look into that early lean on the Red Sox. I think you're probably going to get a respectful line. Uh, at, based off of what Kyle Davies is doing right now, uh, putting the Cubs in a great position tomorrow, going to New York. I know the Mets are good at home, but again, it's a fade on Peterson. It's just his confidence is rattled. He's, he, he's, just, he's struggling bad, and they don't have much depth, and they're hoping he can work through it. So uh, it's it's an early lean towards the Cubs as well based on that. What else do we got? We got a great game versus uh, Glasnow and, and Lance Lynn. I don't know if I'll be betting it, but I definitely will be watching some of that too. Great pitching matchup. Uh, hoops, what else we got? Dustin I'm Lament glad you brought up that Rays versus White Sox game because that's going to be my New York post play. I'm going to be going with the White Sox. You've got a guy in Lance Lynn that right now has the best ERA in the American League, buck 23. I think that he's given up a grand total of four earned runs in his last seven wow. starts. And with Tyler Glasnow, he has been terrific all year long where he struggles is on the road. Three earned runs or more given up in each out of his last four road starts. He's not the same guy away from the trough. At the trough, strikeout to walk rate right around 7.3. On the road, that drops to nearly three. Now the Rays have been tremendous on the road, but the White Sox, best record in the American League at home as well. I trust in Lance Lynn in this spot. I'm going to be taking the White Sox, who I'm right now finding out here in Las Vegas a very, very slight underdog just above even money. Meanwhile, if you're taking a look at a place like DraftKings, probably going to find like more of a minus 110, minus 115. What do you got, Jeff? Anything standing out? I'm going to bet the Sixers tomorrow in the NBA. I don't blame you. I'm going to bet the Sixers. <laughs> I, I think I'm at this point where Philadelphia now can see, all right, the injury has occurred in Brooklyn that if Kyrie is not 100%, and even if he's able to play, we've all four games at home. Right. Four games in a spot that we that we have the best record at home in the Eastern Conference this year. If you're Philly, let's take let's take care of our business quickly here. Let's beat a team we that we're better than, which 
The last two games have proven that. Mm-hmm. Hawks were better for three quarters in this series. And Philly played a pitiful first half in that game one. That's the main reason they lost that game. And it was almost an all-time choke by the Hawks at the end of game one as well. But I'm going to I'm gonna lay. I can get three still. I know it says three and a half at DraftKings, but I can still get threes across the board out here. I'm going to lay three with Philly. And yet again, I think the total's too low in the Clippers-Jazz game. All three games in this series. First game went under on the closing number by a half. Game two went well over. Yesterday, after a slow first quarter, went crazy over the total. We were 223 and a half for an off for, for again a Utah team, Greg and Josh. Utah's offensive minded. They're not the defense first team anymore. They were number one in the NBA in three pointers this year. They're quick paced. Donovan Mitchell's an elite scorer. Like I, I, I don't care if Connolly's going to be in or out. This handicaps with. With him out, then I still like it over to 223 and a half. And I think so many people attribute the Clippers with great defense because they've got That's Kawhi not Leonard. That's the case and, anymore. Well, Kawhi Leonard can only guard one guy on the floor at a time and or play zone defense, which probably not going to see a lot of that. Yep. So just one of these situations that I agree with you. I think that the total is set a little bit too low. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what we are able to get in this game just because with the Jazz, I do feel like they are a team that – They're most prone to inconsistency, but at the same time, they're able to get it from so many different guys. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is the biggest cog of this team. Even with Mike Connolly out, they've been able to do a solid job, but I still think that they're prone to having big-time clunkers, and at the same time, they can explode at any point as well. 223.5 on that total. Clippers right now, 4.5-point home favorites against Utah. Bet down from the opener of 5. Also, pitching change at Wrigley. Davies done after six and two-thirds after a walk. Uh, Yadier Molina at the dish. Yeah. Ryan Tapera, who's been great this year, in for Chicago really, with two, these arms with for two out and two on. And Yes, the Cubs bullpen has been phenomenal. That slider year. looked like a fastball to the last second. You see mm-hmm. like Molina's swing. He never saw it. Oh, We'll keep you updated for the next minute or so. Uh, anything else, guys, that you need to get off your chest over the next... 50 no, seconds or I like so. the Knights, but obviously the line's very expensive. Very expensive, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, that's, I, I, actually, I'm happy you mentioned that. First period under one and a half, I'll take the under. Uh, I think it's going to look very similar to what we saw today in Tampa, where teams are just, again, no one's played. These teams haven't played each other at all this year. Right. First game's right. out of their divisional pods. Feeling out process, I'll take under one and a half first period on that game. I, this is probably going to be an under series because those goaltenders are just so good. In so Price good. and Mark Andre Fleury, uh, so I like under under a goal and a half in period one. VGK's minus two eighty consensus, <laughs> which in a playoff game is just wild to see that type of price. Well, that's going to do it for Veasan's Bet Center for Josh Towers and Greg Peterson. I'm Jeff Parles. Good luck on your bets. Hope you had a, a fun time listening to us. We'll see you next time here on Veasan. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 